Hey everybody, welcome to Central in Janesville, the sermon podcast for the Janesville campus of Central Christian Church. Today we've got a short devotional podcast to go along with our regular Sunday sermon podcast. This is your campus pastor, Kellen Anderson. Hey there everybody, thanks for joining me for today's devotional. Uh, I wonder how many of you like food that's not good for you? What are some of your guiltiest pleasures? For me, uh, it's mega stuffed Oreos, like as much white frosting as possible. Uh, it's, I just love it. Dark chocolate, ice cream. Uh, I like cereal, and then I like more cereal, and I can eat the stuff all night. Um, but wouldn't it be better for you if you just got yourself away from the foods that are sugary and all this stuff altogether? I'm a late night snacker. Uh, wasn't a big deal until I turned about 30, uh, but I'm getting to that point where I need to begin to rid myself of all that food that is so tempting, especially right before I go to bed. In the passage that we're going to look at today, Jesus gives some pretty good advice about how to stay away from certain temptations. Let me warn you, Jesus, he actually talks about sex in this passage. And while our culture may think that sex doesn't affect our spirit and that anything goes when it comes to sex, that's not what Jesus teaches. This can be a difficult passage to hear, but it's an important one. Matthew 5, 27 through 30 says, You've heard that it was said, do not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for the whole body to go into hell. How did you hear that? Jesus says that you and I should cut off parts of our bodies if they get us into trouble. Uh, the question is, does, does Jesus really mean here what he's saying? Because if he does, I think, I think a lot of us are going to be mutilating ourselves. Uh, if you've ever looked at a picture of, of someone for sexual gratification, gouge out your eyes. If you've ever slapped somebody in anger, cut off your hand. If you've ever spoken hateful words to somebody, cut, out, cut off your tongue. If you've ever thought hateful things towards somebody, cut out your brain. Like, obviously, Jesus is not using literal meanings here. But he is literal in how far we should be willing to go to keep ourselves from sinning. In other words, what he's saying is no sacrifice is too great if it means keeping us from going to hell. And this isn't just about us. God was willing to make the ultimate sacrifice so that we wouldn't go to hell. He sent Jesus to die for us as a sacrifice for us. Let's start from the beginning of this passage and kind of work our way through. Verses 27 and 28, he says, "You've You've heard it was said, do not commit adultery, but I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And here's the crazy thing about what Jesus is saying. The very act of lusting after somebody is sinful and is actually an act of adultery or sexual immorality. Now, that is very countercultural to the way that we think. You might be thinking, man, after hearing all this stuff, I'm, I'm wondering, like, I'm horrible because I, I, I lust sometimes, I think bad things. I, isn't it impossible not to struggle in the ways that Jesus is talking about here? I have natural desires that I, that I cannot help. And here's the thing that I want you to understand. Yes, it is possible not to lust. It is possible not to struggle in some of the ways that that we're seeing here. We first need to know what it really means to actually lust after someone. What does it take for our sexual urges to actually turn into sinful desires? 
Jesus offered a specific description of the lustful look that constitutes adultery in the heart. And this look is not a fleeting glance that triggers a, a thought and then it's quickly dismissed. The look is a lingering look. The lustful look locks eyes on another person and uses him or her to fuel one's sexual imagination. And, and so maybe you're not even saying uh, you want that person, but allowing that person to fuel your sexual imagination is the definition of lusting after someone. The heart is the place where sin originates. Jesus would later explicitly teach that from the heart come evil thoughts, adulteries, sexual immoralities. These are the things that defile a man. Adultery in the heart is inconsistent with the dramatic change that Jesus has made in the heart of his disciples. That doesn't mean that it's not going to creep in sometimes, but it does mean that we shouldn't be okay with it. It's something to fight against and to ask God to help us with. We shouldn't be okay with any temptations that allow, uh, are allowed to grow and fester in our hearts. Listen to this, verses 39. Uh, if, if your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for the whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It's better for you uh, to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. Uh, again, Jesus' words aren't maybe literal, but they were intended to shock his audience. The true culprit behind the sin of adultery is neither the eye nor the hand, but it's actually the heart. And while we can't wish a clean and pure life into existence for ourselves, we can work to becoming more like Jesus. Some things are worth getting rid of from our lives if they lead us away from Jesus. Maybe you have some things in your life that are, that are helping you to stay in your place of sin. Is there something in your life that you would say, man, I need to get rid of that because it's leading me down a wrong path over and over. If there's something like that, why not choose to give it over to Jesus to ask him to help you rid yourself of whatever it is that's drawing you away from him? Let's do that today. Lord, uh, you know all the things in our hearts that, that creep in and that are not what you would want for us. God, you know the things in my heart, the, the thoughts that, that I have that, that are impure. Uh, God, I pray that you would help every one of us today um, to, to work at ridding ourselves of the things that draw us away from you. God, we can't do it on our own. We need your help. And so we're asking you to give us help today um, so that we can live lives in both our mind and our hearts of purity. We, we thank you for your forgiveness. We ask now for your help in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, everybody. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Central and Janesville. Be sure to subscribe to the Central and Janesville podcast to keep up to date with each of our teachings. Thank